to the Empty Parlor, episode 53. I am one of your co-hosts. And it's just me today, actually. Jeff isn't here. It is an even emptier parlor. Uh, Mr. Jeff Lynch did come down with an illness. Uh, we were going to cast today. Uh, this is the day before we normally upload, but unfortunately, uh, Jeff was not feeling well. So I have tasked myself with a solo cast, but it is okay, you guys, because I, this time, did homework. Uh, Jeff and I have kind of gone off the rails as far as coming in with research for the most part. A lot of the time we're just kind of freeballing it and talking about stuff that we find interesting and then Googling on the spot. But this time I, I, I have a wiki page pulled up at least a little bit. Of course, there's going to be some insane ramblings as per me. Y'all know me. Still same OG, but I've been low key. Hated on by most people with no cheese. I don't actually know if that's the lyrics, but you know what? I did change it up so that I could stay not problematic. Look at me being a good ally. <laughs> Anyways, so here's the deal. I got a VR headset, and let me tell you, I have some thoughts. First thought, it's cool as hell, and if you can afford it, and it is not something that you, uh, it, like, if it's if it's within your capability of getting a VR headset and you're at all interested, just, just pull the trigger, uh, do it. 100%. Um, I would research which headset you would like. Um, right now, there are some speculations that Facebook is going to soon announce their new Oculus, uh, the third generation Oculus, which would be not released this year, but released at some point next year, which would likely be com comparable to the current, uh, I think there's the Valve Index or possibly the HTC Vive. I think the Valve Index is pretty much one of the most popular, uh, really powerful ones, but I got the Quest 2. It cost me about $400. It's really not a bad deal for what it is. Uh, I thought the, a VR headset had to be directly connected to a PC, which is why I waited for a while to not really fuck with them, because I, did, I thought that, oh, well, I'll never... I, I, I don't have a PC to run a nice headset. So I waited, and I just recently got one because I was like, oh, I, I have a new I have a new cool headset or a new cool PC that could run a VR headset. I literally didn't even do enough research to know that, y'all, the Quest 2 doesn't need a, doesn't need a PC. It's just, it's like, it's buying a fucking Xbox for your face, basically. Uh, you can, there are some games that you do need a PC to run. Uh, namely, the one that really comes to mind is Half-Life Alex. Um, that is kind of the big one that really needs a PC. There are probably a few others that are big that you would need a PC for, but a lot of the really cool ones, uh, like Beat Saber or, uh, so I bought Beat Saber. That's like, it's the best. Beat Saber is a jam. Beat Saber is a blast. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm probably honestly going to play Beat Saber here in like an hour or so. That's going to be what I do. I got to digest my food a little bit. Otherwise I'm going to vomit in VR, which would be, uh, that would be an experience. But yeah, Beat Saber is really cool. It's a lot of movement. It's really fun. Makes you feel fucking awesome. It's a super dope game. And then I bought Real VR Fishing. And you guys, fishing in VR is like the premier experience. No bugs. No shitty weather. Beautiful. I mean, it's not quite as, you know, quite as pretty. But like, you t the game takes you around to a bunch of cool spots all over the world. And you just fish. And, and, and unlike normal fishing, you actually catch fish. You actually sit down and you catch fish. So you can sit in your fucking chair at home, go to like Lake Osaka or something. Literally, like there's like a bunch of the, a lot of the, the first area I'm pretty sure is Japan. I could totally be fucking wrong and just really be whiffing it. 
but and I think a couple in Africa. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not entirely sure where the locations are. I haven't really been paying much attention. Just basing basing these you know basing these assumptions based on the names of the lakes. Who knows? And the river. I think the river Han. Let me go ahead and Google that. I think the river Han. I'm almost positive is Japanese. Let me go ahead and find that out right now. River Han is. Google is in Korea. Damn, I was wrong, but you know what? I'll take it. I, uh, I'll take it. It's, it's not at all close. Korea and Japan are not the same place. So I'm not saying, like, oh, it's the same thing. But I'm just saying it's closer than it could have been. Uh, it's not like it's fucking Los Angeles or some shit, and I was just way the fuck off. Like, at least it's the right side of the world, the globe at least. Definitely not the same country. So forgive me if that is how that came out, but no. Don't, don't hit me like that. I'm not fucking racist like that. I'm not fucking Zionist like that. I understand that they are different areas, different countries, different cultures with different rivers. <laughs> anyway, it's dope. Fucking get yourself a VR headset. I had a transcendently strange experience in VR that just felt very... Just It, it felt very empty parlor... Like esque, it just it felt like it was a sign that I had done the correct thing. So there's a game called VR Chat, which is basically like a chat room in virtual space. It's crazy. Uh, you get to interact with people in a 3D like space. It's really really bizarre. Um, fucks with you a little bit. Like moving around in a 3D space is super weird. I'm gonna go ahead and put it that way. Uh, it does make you a little nauseous, a little dizzy at first, but I'm slowly starting to get used to it the more that I wear my headset. So just be aware that that is going to be a thing. I'm going to I'm gonna sit here and I'm going to hype VR. I know a lot of people, especially people that I've been speaking, uh, speaking to, because I, I, you know, I got a fucking headset, so I'm talking about it constantly to people. And a lot of people that I've been speaking with are not really as into it as I am. They're wanting to see more kind of like not necessarily full dive technology but they're waiting for it to get more advanced right now they're not really interested for the price for what you get and i understand that i really do um the vr games are 30 dollars a piece and they're kind of i wouldn't call them gimmicky i would i would call them they're testing the waters and more in a sense like there are some games that are really just like again like half-life alex is probably one of the best examples where it's it's taking gaming to a new space that I think is really cool. Like you can interact with a bunch of stuff in the, you know, in the virtual space. You're, you, it, you're really mo way more involved in the game itself. And that's, it's really cool. Whereas games like Beat Saber. Yeah. It's, it, it is a VR game that is kind of gimmicky, but it, it's, it's the sign of the times, you know, like think about Nintendo. They had the, the, the gun thing. Like, yeah, there was like four games you could play with it. Like maybe four. I don't even know if there was four. The only game I could possibly think of was Duck Hunt. And there might have been a few others. But like you think of the, the gun for the original Nintendo system. It was built for like one thing. And it wasn't because it was about to be like, oh, this is the new thing of gaming where it's all going to be lasers. And I mean, that was that's old school motion tracking, more or less. Like that's really cool. And that's how I'm kind of seeing uh, Oculus. I'm going to there's I was having thoughts about how. People look back fondly on games like Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and some of these older games that really were just kind of breaking their way into, you know, past being arcade, con you know, arcade games. Like the, co the home console was a gimmick in itself where people were like, why would I want to play video games in my own house? I'll just go to the arcade. I don't need to spend a bunch of money on a home console. And now 
it, you can't find most homes without some sort of gaming console. Even my parents had a Nintendo Wii for a little while, and they bought it for themselves. Like, they didn't buy it, like, I think that was in college when my parents bought themselves the Nintendo Wii. Like, it was not a, oh, let's have a family console thing. Like, my, my parents wanted, like, they wanted to play a Nintendo, and they got one. And my parents were not video gamers. I mean, they... I, I, growing up, like that, I mean, they did not, they weren't like, you know, Matt, stop playing, because they, if they wanted me to not play video games, they wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have bought me video games, but, you know, that was the one thing they got in my case, They're like, oh, you play too many video games, you play too many video games, they were, my parents were not gamers, so to see them get a Wii shows that, like, it went so far from the home console to now even people who were not video gamers, you know, everybody, ever somewhere, like, you, you, people have a home console now, so, to me, the VR is it's the it's the first step, and I think that people need to have that first step. They need to be part of that pioneer because otherwise, you don't get to the the possibility of full dive technology. You don't get to the full body tracking. You don't get to that stuff without money being put into the product that is it that comes to it. We wouldn't have the Xbox One, the PS5s. The we, we fuck we wouldn't have, probably have most gaming consoles. Or gaming, like, at home wouldn't be as prevalent as it would be if it wasn't for, you know, Nintendo, Sega, Atari. I'm assuming, I think Atari probably was out before Nintendo. I mean, I, I, there were, let me be clear, I'm aware that there were home gaming consoles before Nintendo. But kind of the big names came from Nintendo and Sega. And then, you know, a lot, like, a lot of, like, OG stuff, like, you know, your Atari, like I said, like, the Ataris and that sort of stuff. You know they had games, and there's. Uh, I mean, you could even like the Cole- like Coleco Visions, and uh, oh man, why, 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 why I'm I'm really spacing on some of the really old classic stuff. That, but a lot of those were like really text based. I mean, really, really like old gaming computers were like point and click typing adventures. Maybe not even point and click. The mouse probably wasn't even really that prevalent back then. But that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't for these things, we wouldn't have the new technology. Like if there was no interest, VR technology will never go anywhere. So I'm I'm happy early adapter. So, if that is something that you want to consider, I would consider it, because, again, I think that being a part of, you know, an early adapter technology lends itself to, you know, you get to experience the beginning, you get, you know, I'm going to look, I'm going to be an older man, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping that maybe by, like, age 55, that's, like, another, it's not, it's, like, a little shy of 30 years, man, that's not so bad, I guess. That's a decent time away, maybe. Fuck. But I'm going to be, like, you know, 55, 60 years old, and I'm going to look, and I'm going to probably still have my Oculus Rift. Who knows? Like, I don't plan on getting rid of it, and I don't imagine that I would. Like, I still have I still have my PlayStation 2, y'all. I would still have my Super Nintendo if I didn't lose it somehow. I would still have these consoles. I don't throw away my video games. I don't get them. Like, my video games are, like, a part of me. Like, because I don't. I'm not a gamer in the sense of like, oh, I just play a bunch of video games. I play everything. I, I find the games that I like and I, I make them a part of, you know, I, I really, I dive into their stories that they're good. And if they're bad, then I just never play the game again. But like, I, I find a deep appreciation for the things that I have when it comes to video games because I didn't have, like I was a, when I was a kid, I got two video games a year if I was doing great. Like maybe a game at Easter maybe two or three, like if three would be a good year, like if I got a video game, Easter, birthday, and Christmas, like I would get like one or two video games at Christmas, I was not like rolling in video games, and so I just, I I always appreciated the video games that I've had, that's why I don't just like toss it, I don't ever get rid of my video games, because 
I love them. They're, you know, part of my personality, as dumb as that sounds. So, my point with this is, though, I'm going to look back on games like Beat Saber while, you know, my, you know, my nephews and maybe my great nephews, who knows, at that point, I'll be 55, 60 years old. They're going to be playing full dive, you know, video games where they, you know, they just have to think about what they're doing and they'll do it. And like the, the graphics will be like indistinguishable from real life. And I'll look back on my Beat Saber and I'll be like, man, I remember that was the jam Beat Saber. And, and it's like the same people that will have that same fondness for when they first played Duck Hunter, when they first played Super Mario Brothers. So their, their minds will just be blown or maybe even like, uh, more re- like the switch from 2D to 3D with the N64. That was huge. People lost their fucking minds. Playstations, N64s. That was a crazy generation. That was a crazy time for video games. That was like next level stuff. And if you if you looked at it then, man, at the time, if you would have looked at Super... I remember as a kid playing Ocarina of Time and just thinking, man, this looks so cool. Like This looks like real. Like The graphics at the time literally felt... Like, you didn't think that they looked bad. You, you look at them now, and it looks like triangles having sex with other triangles. It does not look good. But at the time, Ocarina of Time and Super Mario Brothers, Super Smash Brothers, that was high def. That was pinnacle. That was the shit. It looked great. So, I, I don't really know if I necessarily have a end to this. I just think, I think it's... To me, it's like it, it is. Like, to me, this is the I I I've played games on my computer screen for so long, and now I'm playing in a 3D space, and it is that mind blowing thing. Even if it doesn't look great, and I will say, the graphics in VR are like the graphics of VR are PlayStation 2 era, maybe three like, PlayStation 2 360, maybe PlayStation 3. Like I mean, except for like Alexa. Alexa, honestly. Alexa looks like PlayStation 4, probably, I would say. Which, in a VR set, is crazy. Because a lot of VR games, I mean, they don't look great. They don't look bad. They're not like, oh, man, like it's not like oh, an assault on the eyes. But my Quest 2, I mean, it's not like... It's not 3080 fucking Ryzen 5900 fucking level graphics on a 4K, 8K monitor or whatever the fuck. It's not that. No, it's not going to look like that. But it looks good. It just it is just it just doesn't have that kind of power yet, and I'm sure that VR games, the more that we you know pay into them, we'll get there. So, VR, I'm having a fucking blast, and this all ties together because I was playing in VR chats, so virtual chat rooms, fucking super fun, and I enter the first world ever. I mean, this is the first time I've ever entered into a virtual chat VR chat chat room. Get in there, and I just picked a world at random. And it's a big white cube. I'm inside this giant white cube. And there's two other people. There is a guy whose avatar looks like a demon. And a giant blue bird. Like a chicken or something. And the giant blue chicken is mobiling around the room talking about time. And I'm thinking it's probably a bot. Like He's got a pretty steady voice. And he's just saying a lot of the same stuff talking about time. Like... What is the purpose of linear time? Why do we interpret time linearly? Like, what is the meaning of time? Just over and over, like, asking this random person who's not responding, except for once they made toilet noises, which was very funny, just as a response. 
And then I, he started eventually talking to me and I chipped in like, oh, time is, all time happens simultaneously. We only interpret time linearly because of evolution and how our human bodies break down. And we have a concept of, you know, how time works due to how we witness humans depreciate and collapse and no longer be humans. And he kept asking why, why, why? And I was like, you know, there, you know, as and if any OG fans know, you know, life has no meaning. The meaning of life is to give it meaning, make it matter. So I tried to kind of explain this to him, and I'm going off about this, and this random person pops in, brand new person, comes in during this somewhat, I mean, it's not super deep, because we're both just kind of, you know, half-assing it at that point, but this random person just pops in and says, Welcome to Chili's! And it really showed me what exactly VR chat is. It is pure chaos. It is what humans are when they can do whatever they want, say whatever they want. I mean, within limits, you you can't just go in there and like be a fucking awful person. But you go in there, and you could just be crazy, because no one can put a name to a face. You can just say dumb shit, and it's it's it is people without filters, but not in like a oh I need to say swears and slurs and be a piece of shit. It's 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 unfiltered social interaction. Where you can just be goofy because, yeah, you're a giant talking weird thing. Of course, you're, like, it, you lose that sense of, like, oh, I'm talking to another human. I have to be somewhat normal. It's like, nah, I'm going to run around talking memes and then ask people what time is. That You can't, you can't get that with Call of Duty. I mean, you can, but it, it's still not the same. When you're talking face-to-face with a giant blue bird who's asking you why we perceive time linearly, and then another person pops in and screams a meme at you, that's... There's nothing like it. So that's what I wanted to talk about off the books. That was, I just, I've been really having a fun time with VR. Can't recommend it enough. I think that everybody should try it. I think that most people that are interested, you'll, like, if you're interested, get it. Really. Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't. Other, I mean, obviously money, that's a, that's a huge indicator. And if you're just nervous and you just don't think you'd like it, I mean, I did. Bite the bullet. Just... I just, I went for it. I, I literally, one day, sat down and was like, mm, I want to buy a VR headset, and then I fucking did it. I, I mean, that's not like a brag. Like, oh, I could just buy shit. That, that, you know, I have all this money from podcasting. No, it's, I, had, I, I paid something off, and I had some funds, and I wanted to have a VR headset for a while, and I thought it'd be a good time to get one, so I did. So, I mean, you know, I had a opportunity rather than just a whim so I got one with the opportunity, but it, it wasn't really much thought. It was, I knew that I wanted one a while ago, and it just had never really occurred to me that I could have one. And then when the opportunity presented itself, there was no real, like, oh, like, you know, hemming and hawing, like, thinking about it. I just decided. And I think that that was the best way to do it. Just forced myself to look into it. Like, oh, I didn't want to go borrow somebody else's and then maybe think about it, because then, I'm, you know, I would have I thought too long. I just, I went for it, and, man... I'm so glad that I did, and I think that anybody who's interested should just do the same thing. Excuse me. So, that's what I want to say about VR. Uh, kind of an incoherent tangent. So, good luck gleaning anything out of what I've just said. This is what happens. This is... Imagine being Jeff and having to hear me talk. I'm hearing myself talk now. I'm, I'm, I'm Like, this is... This is me talking uninhibited without Jeff. And now you're getting the full 
look into what, like, this is why I need Jeff on the podcast. Like, I'm not upset that he's not here. I understand that he had shit to do. But this is what you get from a Mountain Lamb solo cast with the empty parlor. You get fucking uninhibited nonsense because I, I need my point man. I need the guy to be like, hey, but reality also exists. So, without somebody to kind of bounce and, you know, interrupt my absolutely batshit insane talking, you get stuff about how, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't even know if I made a singular point. Or if any of my points connected. But that's why you listen to this podcast. You listen for the entertainment value of listening to a man lose his goddamn mind. And also talk about aliens and shit. Which brings me to my next point. Uh, Facebook has been advertising some neat stuff to me. I and I knew it was really neat. I knew it was going to be a really neat thing to look into. When uh, it was in a Facebook ad that you, you could not interact with. Like you could click on it. But there was no liking, there was no commenting, there was no sharing. This was targeted to me. Facebook wanted me to see this, not to share it. Facebook was like, we know what you want. And what it advertised to me was realism. There, I got the, uh, which, let's give you a breakdown of what realism is. It's a cult, pretty sure, or what I would consider a cult, that believes... That basically aliens were gods. Extraterrestrials created all life on Earth. It's called the USA Raelian Movement. R-A-E-L-I-A-N. It's basically alien spelled with an extra letter or two. It's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Basically, I can give you the quick wiki breakdown. It's a UFO religion. Which, that, the, no, it's not a UFO religion. It's an alien religion, which, I don't know. It says, Wikipedia classifies it as a UFO religion, which is, the fuck is that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's an alien religion, an extraterrestrial religion. It has nothing to do with UFOs. UFOs are just unidentified flying objects. Or as they are now called now, uh, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. It has nothing to do with aliens, technically. It often is attributed because aliens come in... I, and I, what would they, we would consider them UFOs because we don't know what they are, but a UFO is not inherently alien. All alien ships are UFOs, but not you. All UFOs are alien ships. We'll put it that way. But so that's already the wildest thing is that they would consider it a, a, a UFO religion. Fucking wild. Religion founded in 1970s France. That also blew my mind. Didn't think that an alien religion would origin originate in France. Maybe that's some Zionism coming out of me. Just didn't think that of the French being into aliens. Don't know why. Just really wasn't in my brain as like, a, oh yeah, like French people might like aliens. Don't know. Don't know much about the French. I'll have to do more research about the French. Baguettes, I know that. And like, I guess Moulin Rouge, I think that was France. It's really about all I know about France. I think Vincent Van Gogh was French. Maybe. No, was he? I don't fucking know. I should probably know. I don't know much things many things apparently i can't speak english it was developed founded rather in 1970s france by claude vorilhon now known as rail oh so wait 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 yo this guy <laughs> okay so he so this rail guy was a god so this cloud uh Vorilhon was a god apparently uh teaches that an extraterrestrial species known as the elohim created humanity using their advanced technology. An atheistic religion, it believes that the Elohim have 
historically been mistaken for gods. It claims that throughout the history, or history, the Elohim have created 40 Elohim human hybrids who have served as prophets preparing humanity for news about their origins. Among those considered prophets are the Buddha, Jesus, and Muhammad, with Rael himself being the 40th and final prophet. Of course, the man who creates this, you know, insane religion is he's the final one. He's the final guy, of course. Oh, it's, I'm the final prophet, this fucking asshole. So, Buddha, Jesus, and Muhammad, they were not, they were not gods. They were uh, aliens. Fucking awesome. So this, <laughs> Facebook knew who they were advertising to when they hit me with this. So now I'm. This is my new rabbit hole. And uh, movement has attracted further attention through its public protest endorsing causes such as women's and gay rights and against nuclear testing. So they're not bad people. So I'm gonna put it that way. I'm not gonna talk shit about this religion because of all the religions, this one seems pretty fucking chill. Uh, it's just like, hey, we should probably like. One of their big things is the tenets that we need to use, like, technology responsibly. Because, you know, we could destroy, like, the world with our technology. Which, you know what? Uh, not honestly, that's honestly not uh, wrong. We've, I mean, look at, and it specifically mentioned Hiroshima in the Wikipedia article. Because we, uh, as humanity and Americans, uh, fucked up with that. And same with Nagasaki, like we, the nuclear, the nuclear bomb, pretty fucked up. And now we could blow everything up, the world. We could destroy the Earth right now if somebody just snapped and lost their fucking mind. It would all be over. Everything done. Flash second, gone. That's why we had. So this religion is kind of founded around the principles of, hey, we need to be safe with technology, but also Jesus was an alien. So you know what? That 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 to me is perfect. That's two different. That's like, that's like one level crazy, but also like the kind of crazy where you can't really get too mad at it because you're like, yeah, but I mean, they don't they don't want anything but the safety of the earth. And like all they're really saying is that like aliens created humanity, which is not an insane belief. It is the grand part of it. Like it's kind of like Prometheus, which I'm wondering actually how much Prometheus uh, got there. Uh, any ideas from this basically saying that like uh aliens created all life on earth which to me is more likely than god um and it's still it, it kind of spits in the face of evolution like a little bit but i you know fuck it maybe they who knows i'm assuming that evolutionists would probably be like absolutely not and i'm not here to say that i don't believe in evolution like let me be let me be very clear about this um i i think that I say evolutionist in the sense of like, I wouldn't consider myself an atheist, mostly because I, I'm open-minded enough to consider the possibility that God is real. Not, but not like the Judeo-Christian God. Just like the idea of an Almighty Creator is not like outside of my realm of belief. But also, I look at it and go, but probably it is just evolution and random chance. So it's kind of like, yeah, I, I understand that the most likely situation, the most likely you know, Occam's truth, the most like, the, the simplest answer is most likely the most true answer, or whatever the fuck it is, you know, the easiest is usually the true answer, I'm pretty sure that's what Occam's razor is, and if I'm wrong, I don't fucking care, point is, I don't necessarily consider myself an atheist the same way I don't necessarily consider myself to fully believe in evolution, on the chance that that could be a possibility that that's not true, because I don't want to, like, and it's not that I don't believe it, it's that I want to keep myself open to the idea, just on, just, 
Because if you set yourself in one mindset, then, you you know, nothing changes. I mean, shit. We wouldn't have flown if people didn't, you know, spit in the face of the idea that you can't fly. We wouldn't know that, you know, keeping blood inside your body is a good idea. And that washing your hands is a good idea. Because at the time, the scientists were like, hey, that's a not a good idea. We need to get that dirty blood out of you and keep your hands disgusting. That was what science said. When right now science says, hey, evolution's probably real and there is no God. And it's like, yeah, okay, this all signs point to this. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, that's the only answer. That's the only one. That's all it is. That, that these scientists have said this. That has to be the only thing. I'm not saying don't trust scientists, particularly in this time and era. Uh, trust doctors. Trust the vaccines. Just don't be a fucking idiot um, is basically what it comes down to. But I'm also just saying, you know what, fucking nobody knows all the answers to shit, especially when it comes to the end of the world and the end of life and the end of the universe that is it is incomprehensibly expansive and the fact that there are any people in the world on either side whether it be atheists or the religious who have these staunchly held beliefs that they know one way or the other what the fuck is going on and to me an atheist who is sure that there is no god that there is nothing after life and everything is just blackness i think that is just as arrogant as believing in a god i think that they're they're both arrogant and that they have a staunchly held concrete belief in one thing for the end of the for the, for the end of life and if if I, I think it largely lies in comfort they they take comfort in one having the answer an answer to a question that is so huge that it, that it's the only question that remains unanswered more or less like most things we kind of can guess or mathematically work out or scientifically discover not this one nope that is one that you just got to fucking Wait and see, and see what fucking happens. And if you're wrong, everyone is gonna be wrong. I guarantee that no one's ever got it fucking right. So that's kind of where I'm at with this, and it all ties together with VR because you know what? Maybe it is a fucking simulation, man. I played around in VR and I almost forgot that I wasn't in. Like I like you take your VR headset off and you you adjust back to reality for a little bit, and it seems just as fake. That's super. It's I don't know how else to describe it. You take your headset off. And for a brief few seconds, reality seems strange. Reality feels wrong. You, the real reality is back in that headset because your brain gets so acclimated. Then you take that headset off and you're just like engulfed in stimulus. You're engulfed in everything. Like I, mean, my, I, I look around my apartment and there's just everything. Whereas I, I put on the VR headset and it's very directional. There's only a limited view. There's not there's, there's not insanity around me. I don't know. So that's where I'm at with this. I'm keeping it short today because I, uh, I, tr- I figure uh, a half-hour cast alone is probably plenty. So make sure you're going over to punyongame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and, of course, my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as Returning Classics, Things About Stuff, and No Rational Thought. And be sure to check out the Pun and Game Teespring so that you can check out all of the cool punning game gear, including sick motherfucking empty parlor t-shirts and hoodies. They're fucking cool. They are awesome. They are for sale. Get you some while you still can, because guess what? You know what? Who knows? Maybe maybe they'll get taken down at some point, and then you'll be sad that you didn't get one. So, fucking get one. I think that's really about all I got. Also, make sure you check out Iowa Pepper Co. I'm going to shout that out for Jeff. Uh, Iowa Pepper Co. on Instagram. I think iowapepper.co if I'm not mistaken, is the website, so check that out. Uh, their shit is really cool. All their hot sauces are great. Jeff is a motherfucking beast of a hot sauce maker, so get you some. 
I'm out. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye.